Do you and your friends have really good conversations? Do you guys talk about making a podcast after every good combo? Well, this is your sign to go ahead and make that podcast. Spotify is a platform that makes it so easy to make your podcast. You can even earn money. And in this economy, multiple streams of income is the goal. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter how much equipment you have, as long as you have a phone and internet, you can start creating today. Once you start creating, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Hi, y'all. My name is Danasia, and I am a 22-year-old type A black girl from Las Vegas who just moved to New York City last year to work for L'Oreal as a financial analyst. Hey, y'all. My name is Faith, and I'm a 23-year-old type A black girl from AZ living in Denver, working remotely for Cisco as a business analyst. Season 5 is here, and we cannot wait to share more about our personal lives, working big girl jobs, relationships, and life in general as type A black girls. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to season six, episode five. We have a very fun episode for you guys. Um, just a few things to mention. We are on part two of One of Us is Lying by Karen McManus. Be sure to stay on track for our next book club meeting um, on September 10th, 8 p.m. EST, 6 p.m. Uh, MST. Well, that's more so Colorado time. Also, click the link in our link tree um, or in our show notes to join the type of black girl community on GroupMe. Um, we have a networking tab. We have a book club tab. And then we also we're going to be starting a hair tab because we were talking about hair in the main chat. And we were like, might as well make a recommendation chat. So very excited for that. And finally, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are currently at 144 subscribers. Let's go ahead and get to 200 by the end of season six, because I feel like that's a goal we can accomplish. More, more than 200 of you actually listen. We that's what I'm saying. That's that's really light work, if you ask me. I think we can do it. I know we can do it. So let's go ahead and type it, Black Girls. Stop what you're doing, unless you're driving, because I know y'all like to listen when, when y'all drive. Go to YouTube, subscribe, and watch as well. Watch there, listen, do both. Double the analytics vibes. Multitask. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because I love when the analytics come, when it's like, like, people start tagging us, like, this was my, Type of Black Girl's my top podcast. Like, ugh, frack. That, really makes our, that makes our whole year. Because there's a lot of podcasts out there. So for us to even be in your top two, top top ten, I'm like, hey, Crazy. that's a lot of typing. And we love it. A lot. But we are doing, this is very unconventional. A kind of a type P episode, I'm not going to hold you. Get we're not doing, you. we're not doing RBT. Okay? Yeah. Tuh. And we don't even have an affirmation of the week, y'all. Like, we're really just... We don't. We don't. We're just vibing on this episode. Like, we are realizing, like, you know what? We love talking to y'all. Y'all eat up anytime we have stories, story times. Yeah. So we're like, why don't we just do a, a good old-fashioned life update episode? Yeah. Because we've had a lot of very heavy topics lately. Like, very serious, very, like, getting down the nitty-gritty, almost feel like therapy type of type of topics. And we want to yeah. kind of bring, bring some of the fun back to this season, you know, make yeah. it a little more fun. So... This is just going to be the escapades of our life for the past couple of weeks. Yeah. And we, last week, because I was in Mexico, me and Danae didn't even have a debrief. So, I mean, we had a debrief yesterday because we had the book club yesterday. Um, but I don't know nothing going on in her life. Bro. I feel like she gives me, she gives me stark notes, but she likes to save a lot of stuff. Danae can keep secrets. For me, unless like I'm showing the secrecy, I'm like, oh no, like that's just for me and my diary. I just be talking. That's the thing. So, and you just got to know your strengths and weaknesses. Anyways, let's go ahead and get into the life updates. I know y'all saw Denaja had rats on her story, and they don't be posting like that. Also, the girlies want to know where you got your outfit from. 
I will. I somebody somebody DM'd us. Yes, I did DM her back, but I'm a I'm a say it in case someone was watching the story. And I, I mean, honestly, we could repost what we posted too. Um, yeah, the jumpsuit was from Fashion Nova. The heels, I think, were also from Fashion Nova. The earrings, I think, were from Shein. Let me see what I texted that girl because I actually did some research and actually had some some receipts going on. Well, um, but yeah, basically just Fashion Nova. That's well, what it was all pink vibes. Very glass, pink. pink. It was given Barbie. Check um, her Instagram to see what we're talking about. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll go ahead and get into life updates. Let's just go ahead and popcorn back and forth. Um, yeah. So I'll go ahead and start off with what happened my past weekend. Mm-hmm. So this was really one for the books. And usually I say that when it's like a holiday weekend, like it's like Memorial Day or Labor Day. This was just a random ass weekend. It just happened to be so much fun. So starting off, the first fr- the first Saturday that we went out, right, um, we had the best pasta of our lives. This is me, my friend, her cousin, okay? We had the best pasta of our lives. Our, her cousin was visiting town and she's like, you know, I want to explore. I want to like see New York. And we're like, of course. So we look up what's the best pasta places in the Upper East Side because that's where we're trying to go. And we found this place. I'm going to drop the actual place on our story because I it's it's something Italian that I can't pronounce. Um, when I tell you, we walked in and there was not many people in there and it was like a very like family owned type of vibe in there. Yeah. The owner came to us and he's like, oh, Bella. I think I think that means beautiful. I don't know, but he was yeah. like, "I'm gonna sit you guys next to the to the to the fresh flowers because you're so beautiful." We was like, Ooh. <laughs> "So this man treated us the entire night." He was this old little Italian man, like four nine max, and oh, he was wow. just like, "What do you guys want to eat?" Mind you, whole menu in Italian, baby. I said I came for some Alfredo, just something, right? Yeah. And he was like, "You know what? No, never mind. Snatches our menus," and it's like. I'm going to surprise you with my best dishes and does a little shoulder shake. Then he come back, start singing. Meanwhile, I go to the bathroom because I have to go and I see like the bath, the kitchen. He got his family in there slaving. I'm talking like, like really stirred up. And I'm just like, this man's out here singing and dancing and his family's in here. Like, it looks yes, like they've been working for 40 days and 40 nights. Like he paying them less than minimum wage. So I was just like, damn, this pasta better be good. It came out in like 10 minutes, mats. Whoa. Yeah, he, he had slaves in the back. That's why they came out so quick. So the pasta came out. And when I tell you this was the best pasta I've ever had in my life, like we didn't say a word the entire time. We, we literally, we had three plates of his three best pastas and we were just sampling each one. It was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And one had crab meat. If y'all know me, I don't even eat seafood. But mm-hmm. I tore that crab up like Wow. I was like, this is different. And it was literally the best meal I've had in a very long time. And then he brought out some tiramisu, didn't even charge us for it. Like, I loved him too. Amazing. So already was off to a great start, right? So we, we hit the pasta place. The next stop was South House. Okay. So if y'all don't know, South House is a really good like black party. If you're looking for somewhere to go and you're black in New York and you want to like party with people your age, South House versus, I don't know if it's pronounced Naja or Naja House, but South House versus Naja House is like basically this huge party that happens um and they basically have hip-hop on the first floor like southern music like like hip-hop rap and then they usually have afro afro beats like african music in a different room or the second floor so you can like bounce between the rooms and it's really fun right so we went there and we had the time of our lives at that party like just just they gave us whistles we were just blowing the whistles like not even on beat just blowing the whistles we met some guys there that happened to be mutual friends with our other friends. So they were like hype. Like anytime we did anything, they was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just gassed us up. So we had a great time at that. And I was just like, this is amazing. 
And as the midst of like me, you know, have a good time, you know, we got some drinks involved. Some guy comes up to me and he taps my shoulder and he goes, are you the Nasia from Vegas? And I was like, immediately federal. You gots to go, bro. Like, I don't know who you are. I don't know who sent you. But Denasia from Vegas is crazy. No. He was like, who are you? And he was just like, oh, my name is, my name is, let's call him Tanner. I was like, my name is Tanner. And, you know, I, I just, I met you at Everyday People. Mind you, Everyday People, I went to that event like three months ago. He was mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I've been, I've, I've been checking for you. I'm really trying to find you ever since. And I remember you said you was from Vegas. I'm trying to think back to what else did I say? Because I don't usually tell people my business like that. Or no. he just, I don't even know. So Tannis or Tan, oh my God, I said his government name. I'm sorry. It literally don't matter. Hey, you already found me, okay? It's it's, it's above me now. But um, yeah, so he was just like, oh, are you Denasia from Vegas? And that just made me hyper paranoid for the rest of the night because I'm like, who else have I met that I don't remember or that like I just don't even know they know me and now all of a sudden they just see me out here having a great time. I wasn't doing nothing crazy, but it was just kind of weird. So that continues because we go to our friend's housewarming party. Um, shout out to Benji, Toby, and Kennard. Okay, they throw like the best, the best housewarming party. Okay, so mind you, they moved across the block. They they literally moved one block away. They originally lived in like this little tiny New York apartment with three bedrooms, and we used to go over there and hang out with them, and like we'd go to happy hours together. Like it was really fun. Um, so they had a housewarming party, and they sent us the invite, and the RCP said seventy five people. That's that story. Yes. What I said, how are you fitting 75 people in a closet that all that all three share? I said, I'm very curious to see what's happening in this in this scenario. So when we pull up to the housewarming party, um, it was exactly how I imagined, like bodies. Bodies packed, packed on top of bodies, okay? And I get, I, I open the door and I'm like, oh my God, like immediately overwhelmed because it's literally like about, I don't say it was full 75, it's about 60 people in there. And then we came in there, so about 63. Mm. And I was just like, there's no reason this many people should be in here. And I'm smelling something. I'm like, what is that smell? And some girl taps me, she said, are you in line? I said, for what? I just got here. She said, the bathroom's right behind you. I turn, do a little skirt. Yeah, the bathroom's right behind me. And there's a whole, like half of the party is like a line for the bathroom. Oh I was God. just like... Oh my God, what's going on? So immediately we're kind of thrown off, but if we're still having a good time, like we're like, okay, we're vibing, whatever. And um, we turned that party up. You can ask any of three of them. We came in there and it was already live before we came in. But Kennard looked at me and he was like, Tanisha, I don't know what to play next. What should I play? I said, I've been waiting all my life for this moment. Exactly what you need. And I was looking at my party playlist and I literally just started queuing up whatever he should play on his phone. When I tell you, that whole party was jumping because realistically, if you're odds, if you're on odds, if you're a DJ for a party, you need to play what the girls want to hear. Because yeah. if the girls start dancing, the guys gonna start dancing. The problem is he was playing stuff he want to hear. Not the girls. The girls are not dancing to this. So I said, "Give me this." We had ice spice deli queued up. Like I was just ready. Okay, absolutely, yeah. And we had that entire party booming, and we still had our whistles. So me and me up pulled our whistles. And we start blowing the whistle where everybody's like, ah. <laughs> so at, at half, half of the night, I had to go to the bathroom. And so we're across the, the apartment and we're making eye contact and we blow on the whistle. So now we got both sides of the apartment covered of us blowing the whistles. And Toby, one of the people that like, it's his house or party, he yelled. He was like, where is this whistle coming from? 
was so pissed because he couldn't figure out where the whistle was coming from. Like he was frustrated the whole night. <laughs> oh, he was hot. He was hot. He was like, "Who keeps blowing this damn whistle?" <laughs> we were across the room, like we did not offer whistle at this home housewarming, bro. Like, <laughs> come on. So, uh, yeah, we had a great time at the house party. We turned that up completely and then um it was time for everybody to leave and they was like can y'all use y'all whistles get everybody to be quiet so we was like like full-on school <laughs> pe teacher yeah literally full-on school pe teacher trying to get these people to be quiet and canard's like you don't gotta go home but you gotta get the hell out of here and we blow on the whistle at living to it like just insane right insane. but in the midst of that um i was just like this is insane but i have to shout out one of our type a black girlies because I did not know who this was, but she came up to me and she was so sweet. And she was like, can I ask you a weird question? No. And I was like, I was like, yeah, girl, what's up? And she was like, are you Denise from Taipei Black Girls? And I was like, yes, girl. And, she's like, <laughs> and I was like, and we just started hugging each other. And it was just such a nice moment. And she was like, me and my friends were literally in the corner with your Instagram trying to figure out like, should I go say hi? Like, what should we do? And I was like, I'm so glad you did. Yeah. So honestly, shout out to her because now we're going to get, go get brunch. She was like, right. I didn't even know we had the same friend group. And I was like, me neither. But here we are. Period. So any type of black girlies, especially in New York, New Jersey area, like, please show out. Please let us know if you're present. Like, some of you guys have shouted out that you're here in the group me, but we really do love meeting y'all. So yeah. shout out to her. Um, but yeah, so we just had a great time. And that was that was part one. So I'll, I'll let you go, moms. And then I'll, I'll talk about part two of that weekend. Of course. Okay, so over the past week, I went to Guadalajara for a work trip. So four of my coworkers on my team are Guadalajarian. Um, they call themselves like, like, te- like Tapatio. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna call you Guadalajarian. Like, I'm not gonna call you Tapatio. That didn't even feel right. Um, but we went there. I flew out. I want to say Sunday, and we had the time of our lives. Okay. Um, the, the Guadalajarian people hosted us so well, like it was so well thought out, like every, like cars for us, like they were just making sure we were safe at all times. I'm talking about the bougiest hotel probably in the country. Like it really gave Rodeo Drive, but Mexico, like Mm. Rodeo Drive. And at the end of Rodeo Drive was our hotel and it was hotel slash apartment. So in the middle were apartments and like just really freaking bougie. I was like, I got people ha- holding out, like, because our team is called MIG. So, like, anytime somebody pick us up, they would have, like, a sign calling, saying, like, MIG offsite. And I was like, this is real bougie. Like, yeah, I've never had a sign held out for me. So, that was great. We had some bomb food. I had the best shrimp. And I don't even really like seafood like that. Lola is always like, Faith, you always say, I'm not a seafood girly. And then when you eat seafood, you're like, mm, this is kind of good. But so maybe I am a seafood girly. It just really depends. But I had some of the best uh, uh, chili agua, something Spanish. Basically, it was salsa, but with like a lot of lime and the lime cooked the raw shrimp. It was so good. I've never had, I've never had shrimp this fresh because that is wow. right there. Moms, it was so freaking good. Had oysters. Didn't like that. But I was like, if it's not on my dime, let me go ahead and try everything. So that kind of was my my motto. Um, and it was just so good. I had the best tortilla of my life. It was this small, the best salt. And I never thought I'd be like hyping up salt. Mom, we had like these fried pork skins, but not chicharrones. It was like, I don't even know what it is. But I was like, we we were just picking picking off each other, like pigeons off of each other's uh, freaking uh, plates. 
he was sharing it with me and I had a little talk. He's like, you roll it up. I got my nails. Look like I'm rolling up a blunt. I'm making like holes in it because like my nails and everybody giggling at me. I'm like, bro, I don't, I'm sorry. I have to get nails from Mexico. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I have, this is, this is vacation. So I get it. And I'm like, this is the best tortilla. Like I'm, I'm like a food reviewer, like Yelp vibes, actually like chopped judges moms. It was so good, but nothing got chopped. I was, it was just so freaking good. But one of the nights, I'm going to say it's the second or third night each night. Like, so the first night we went to my, um, one of my coworkers houses and it was just bougie. I'm talking about two different stops to make sure you can get into the place. I thought it was like a state stop. I'm like, this is real. Like it's secure, like guns. They have a lot of guns, like a lot of police officers just holding big guns. I'm like, I don't know if this is third third world country stuff. I don't know. But I was just like, y'all show can handle guns. But like, if you got Pablo, you gotta have guns. It makes sense. I don't know if Pablo, I don't think Pablo's in Guadalajara, but he's in Mexico. He's somewhere. Is is Pablo, is he, is he on the loose? Is he free? Is he locked up? I haven't updated. I haven't been updated on that one. I'm not sure. I, I haven't talked to him recently, yeah. so I don't know what he's <laughs> I haven't looked at that Netflix. I'm not, I'm not going to hold you, but it was, it was really freaking good. But one of the downsides is we, we ended up going to this very eclectic, eclectic place. And so the first night was, um, was one of my coworkers. We had a barbecue. I dress real casual because barbecue of mine is, um, we got, we got the smoker, we got the grill. I could have worn one of my nice dresses because it, you couldn't, you couldn't tell us what venue we were all going to. Every, it was a smorgasbord of outfits, just, just re- real random, but it was just so good. Like he, he knew how to host. He hadn't, he had a server for us. Moms crazy they do do it big they do it big and he was like yeah like it really isn't that much because like like that like it's it's regular for us to have like servants in our house like my co-worker was like yeah i get my house clean twice a week excuse me thank you i said wow y'all do it different so that was good then then one of the second days was um one of my other co-workers we we basically went to everybody's favorite restaurant so we mm. went to um, my other co-worker's favorite restaurant. He brought his wife and his kid, and it was just so good. And da, 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 da. And so it's a steakhouse. I didn't realize it was a steakhouse, but I was like, I don't want to waste steak because I'm not really a steak girly for real. I get a cheeseburger. But me and my co-worker, my favorite co-worker, I'll tell you all about her, probably on the second part after Denisha is hers. Um, we sit him down, and we order first because we hungry. But we I didn't realize nobody else ordered. So I, so we order and my cheeseburger comes out when her octopus comes out. My coworker at the other end of the freaking table is like, cheeseburger. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. You saw it. It's, it's actually very hard to miss. It's a cheeseburger. And my coworker is like, don't let, don't let her make you feel bad about ordering cheeseburger. I said, it's like I'm taking it back. I want a cheeseburger, I want a cheeseburger. And well, I'm not paying for it. So I really don't care. I really don't care. So she gets out of her seat, Miss Cheeseburger, okay? And if you're one of my coworkers, you know who I'm talking about. She comes around and she and she's like, um, can I have some octopus? And we're just like, I was like, you know, just, just give her something. Like, you can get another one. Just, okay. Because at the end of the day, it's on a company card, okay? So she gets some. My coworker, I'm going to call her M. M puts it, and this 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 is my work bestie. She puts it on my plate. I said, M, I don't want that. It's like, just try it. I said, I don't want it. Miss Cheeseburger goes back to her seat, eats her octopus, 
and sees that I didn't finish my octopus. I didn't touch it. I feel like I'm eating a little mermaid. She gonna come back to my side of the table. Opposite ends, moms. Opposite ends. She gonna hit get the freaking octopus mind you i already tried it and i and i felt the consistency and i said i don't like it i'm a, I'm a big texture person yeah she's gonna bring her hand around me like i'm a three-year-old and say look everybody face eating octopus and force feed me mom's it would have been hr claims that day that Mom. moment even because <clears throat> That's a violation. Respect your old elders, one. But at the end of the day, we are all in this corporate setting. We all got hired. I don't care how many years you've been here. You don't force feed nobody. And I'm literally sitting here like, is this real? It felt like one of those office scenes where you just look in the camera like. like <laughs> it's giving Abbott Elementary. Like, Mom, it was moms. Ava don't got nothing on M. Oh, oh, sorry, not on M, on Miss Cheeseburger. I promise you she don't doesn't like she gets away with way too much stuff i'll tell you that right now but that's neither here nor there um and my last thing before danita does her other her part two um that's i will say guadalajara is just a very beautiful place like just extremely beautiful um and it just like looking at like the scenery and stuff like that like it was just so beautiful and we went to this um castle called castillo del tequila and basically it's a tequila castle and the, like I learned how um how to tell if like a tequila is expensive and how if it's gonna give me a hangover the next day and how to like swish my mouth with tequila before I taste like I learned so much about tequila and all my co-workers one of my co-workers had to buy a full suit new suitcase to bring back all the alcohol that he bought. I guess he's an alcohol collector. I don't know. Maybe that's what, just what adults do. I bought I bought Dammy some rum because I was like, he not going to want none of these trinkets that I'm getting my sisters. He not he don't care about that. But he does love a good rum and Coke. So I was like, I said, what's the best rum? And then we went to, we went to the liquor store and all was just picking up stuff. Uh, Miss Cheeseburger talk about some, where the candy at? I want to find the candy. So we, we get We're one. We're not at the candy store. We at the liquor store. We need to prioritize. Here's the thing. I thought it was a liquor store. And I was like, this is a big liquor store. Mom, why was it Walmart? But there was no Walmart. There was just little Walmart insignias everywhere. I'm like, this? I'm like, is this Walmart or just a regular store? Moms, and then they, I picked it up. They gave me the box. And then I have to go to one other section to get the liquor in the liquor section. Because I guess people were stealing. Moms, I don't right. know. It was a lot of weird customs that I was like, I'm not in America. So I can't say nothing. But those are my few and then I'm gonna let you go and then I'm gonna do I'm gonna finish Mexico okay okay yeah. girl Miss Cheeseburger she on the list let's she just say on, that she is on the list <laughs> the list gets longer with every episode y'all literally um, actually let's add to the list the rats of New York because throughout this entire week when I tell you we were just seeing rat after rat after rat dead rat live rat rats dragging each other by the tail Moms, what? Yeah. Insane. So that that was literally the only downside this weekend. But so let me tell y'all about how a rapper who I will name later drove us home and I didn't know this. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know I was in his car until halfway through the ride. So after the South House thing, after the um the house party, you know, we didn't lit it up with the whistles. 
we now we're like, okay, let's go hang out with some other people that um that our friend knew. And she was like, okay, yeah, let's go. So we go to this, like, it's like a lounge slash club. And the bouncer lady is so rude to us. I actually don't even know if she was the bouncer, security, or the manager. I don't know. She was wearing multiple hats. But I tell you what they were. They were all mean hats. Because the second we came up there, she was like, can I help you ladies? And my friend was like, yeah, like I know somebody in there. He said we can come inside and he has a table. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, does your friend have a name, honey? Oh, oh, immediately, immediately bad vibes, right? So she says his name and she's like, oh yeah, well, you know, we're actually at full capacity tonight. So we can't let you in even if we wanted to, like, mind you, it's a, we can see inside the venue and see that it's not packed. They're doing terrible as a business. You have no customers, babes. She's like, well, uh, my friend is like, okay, well, I mean, can we at least sit at the bar? Like, is it really that deep? She's like, well, actually, no, like people at the bar, it's just so packed. I'm literally looking at empty seats at the bar. And she's like, well, you know, people are leaving, but you know, it's still just so packed in here. You guys don't have a reservation beforehand. So there's nothing I can really do. And then a group of guys come up and she's like, how can I help you guys? How are you doing? You gonna go? Okay, yep. Uh huh. Uh huh. You're good. Let's do it. I'm like, what is going on? So she's just so rude for no reason. To the point where the friend comes out of the club and is like, what's the problem? She's like, no problem at all. We're actually just working on it right now. No problem. I'm like, what? So then he's standing outside, and mind you, she disappears for like 10 minutes. I don't know where she went. I don't know where she went, but we literally could not go inside until she gave us like the go ahead because there's a security guard also inside that does not let anybody on unless she says yes. So yeah. we're standing outside waiting. And then finally she like looks at her, her, her clipboard. I'm like, are you just doodling on the clipboard? Cause I'm, I'm convinced there's nothing important on that clipboard. Like realistically. And she's like, okay, you guys are good to go. But just so you know, like you're going to have to buy a bottle for them to come in. Why are we making up rules for? And he's like, buy a bottle for them to sit down. She's like, yeah, because technically we have to upgrade your section now. And, you know, there's just not enough spaces and we just have to do what we have to do. This is just the rules, that, that. And I'm just like, bro, what is going on? So he ends up buying a bottle for us to come and upgrading the section. And I'm like, you better than me because I would have told us yeah. to go home. By- exactly. <laughs> At that point, I'm like, I know we'd already had a night of South House and the pasta and the house. Like I had a great night already. I was like, realistically, I could go home and be content right now. Cool. He ends up buying the bottle, so we go and sit down, and we're we're sitting there. Um, my friend is sitting next to the guy because she actually knows him. And the girls, there's like three other girls that were in his section before, right? When I tell you, they like eyed her down the entire night. Like it was your friend. Crazy. Yes, the one sitting next to him. And I was like, those girls must want him or have a crush yeah. on him. And she said something. She's like, your friends don't seem like they want to be my friend. And he was like, oh, no, no, no. They cool. That's my coworkers. Like, so clubbing with their coworkers for, for one. Not I have me. a lot of questions. And two, like, obviously you can see how they're looking, right? You can see how they're looking. Yeah. So when they got up to leave, like, they basically were just kind of mad and just got up to leave. And they only said goodbye to me and our other, there's three of us. They only said goodbye to me who's sitting in the middle um, and my other friend. And they don't say goodbye to her. And she's like, have a nice light, ladies. Like, what? And they're like, oh, sorry, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see you later. So all together, the energy's just weird, right? And I'm telling her, I'm like, it's time to go. I don't like it in here. The girls are not nice. And I'm a girl's girl. So like, yeah. it's not vibing, right? So she's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, my, my friend Sheck is going to come and pick us up. And I'm like, okay, well, where? how far is he? Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
because we can take an Uber. Like, realistically, like waiting, I don't like waiting on people to pick us up. And like, I don't know, it's just always a hassle, right? And she was like, no, 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 like, check offer. Like, he said he'll come get us. He's like 20 minutes away. Like, okay. And I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. You know, where is he at? You know, it's cool. But like, I was just like, there's enough people being weird in here that I feel like we should leave. Yeah. So we're waiting on Sheck and she's saying like, okay, I don't want like, you know, the dudes are with to see that we're leaving with our new friend, Sheck. And I'm like, okay. So I was like, so what should we do? Should we just lie and say we're getting an Uber? And I, she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do, we'll do the Uber line. So I was like, okay, cool. So Sheck crazy. pulls up, right? Sheck finally pulls up and we go outside. Why does a bright silver G-Wagon pull up? And I'm sitting here thinking we sticking with the Uber. Like, I'm like, yeah, we're getting our Uber. Silver G-Wagon. Have you ever been picked up? <laughs> and it's, ain't nobody ever been picked up in a silver G-Wagon, babes. Ever. I said, I said, no, this was the wrong lie to do. This was the wrong lie to do. She get in the passenger seat. I'm like, this is not no Uber at sale, baby. They, they know. <laughs> they know at this point. I don't know if they were really paying attention like that. But if they looked and saw they what on, they definitely knew, right? So um, Sheck's friend, Sheck doesn't get out the car. He's driving. But Sheck has another friend that comes out and he's like, oh, what's up with y'all? And he has like a plate of weed like rolling up. And I'm like, oh, brother, this is going to be a long ride because I know they're about to try to smoke us out. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God. And like, I don't smoke. So like, I was just like, yeah. oh, I was I was getting stressed, right? <laughs> so me and my friend, like we get in the back seat and we're with his friend. So it's like me, my friend, and then his friend on the far right. Yeah. And then Jack's in the front, our other friends riding, riding shotgun. Mm-hmm. So he, sure enough, he started rolling up. He started lining it up in the car, windows up, windows oh. up. I tell you, me and my, me and my friend to the right of me are like, <gasps> like literally fighting for our lives. Right. And I'm just like, oh my God. Like I'm freaking out. Cause I'm like, I don't know who this man is and whose car we in, but I'm fighting for my life. And then my friend hats me and she's like, you know, whose car we're in, right? And I was like, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm just trying to breathe. And I'm like, who? Who? She's like, Shaq West. Like, Mobamba Shaq West. And I'm like, is that really him? I'm pulling up his Instagram on low brightness trying to, <laughs> trying to look to see if that's really him. I'm like, bro, how do we get in this predicament? Like, how does she know him? Like, I, I just have a lot of questions, right? Yeah. So like, But I, I need to breathe. And we have a long ride home. We're, he's literally driving us from, like, lower east side New York back to Jersey. That's a long, we're crossing state borders. Like, yeah. it's, yeah, man, it's going to be a long ride. Granted, he was a great host. Super nice guy. Like, you know, cool, to, cool dude. I top on his shirt. I say, Mr. Sheck, can we please roll down your window? <laughs> he was like, oh, we smoking y'all out, huh? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so we roll down the window. I'm dead. I literally look like a dog out the window. Like, like trying to gasp for air. I was like, bro, how do these situations happen? So it was so crazy. But long story short, I mean, he dropped us back off at like our car because she had parked by like one of our, one of the stations near the where we live. And he dropped us off at the car and he was like, y'all ladies have a good night. Like that was it. Like he literally was just like the chillest Uber driver we've ever Like, I had so many questions. I'm like, how 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 was he the one that got called? I'm thinking no last names was mentioned, obviously, but I was just like, wow, like I'm thinking I should have got his LinkedIn or something so we could stay in contact. <laughs> so I was sitting in the car, I was like, this is actually pretty cool. Like, who would have thought that the end of this night would have ended up with Sheck West driving us back to Jersey? But I was just like, realistically, like, what do I say? Like, hey, do you have an Instagram? I know he has Instagram. 
1.4 million followers with it. I don't want to be just one. I don't want to look like a groupie. So I was just like, how do I handle this the best way possible? And like, it just ended it with us just getting out the car and just saying yeah. goodnight. And he was super chill. He was like, yeah, you know, I'm actually a homebody. Like, I really don't do nothing. Like, I, I just be chilling. And he looked like he just had a hood, like a black hoodie on. Like, I didn't even, I couldn't even see his face because he had this like black hoodie on. I don't, maybe he didn't have a cut. That's what it was giving. Because when he did, when the hoodie did come down a little, he was quick to put it back up. And I said, that's that's a man without a fresh haircut. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was just insane. I was just like, wow. Like, so that was the end of like, that was Saturday alone. And I was just like, who would have thought? A lot. I mean, hey, like, I don't know. It was the wild card of the night. Absolutely. We're definitely going to have to give a type B type of type of type of like Sheck West and octopus feeding or something like that. Insane. (laughs) <laughs> insane but i will say that g-wagon was nice okay he had like all red leather interior like it was beautiful what and that's why i was like the uber lie would have never worked like would have never worked. and mind you when we get in the car when, when i see him pull up i was like oh shit got money like that's that's the first thing i thought like oh nice of him yeah he picking us up that's that's great i'm like nice to meet you i'm Denasia. didn't even like think like because why would it be Shaq west well realistically why would it be why would it be I, and, and like, the Uber lie definitely wouldn't have worked, especially because oh boy came out with a plate of weed. That's not Uber XL. I promise you, it's not. It's not. It was never an option. Uber would have a field day if they knew they was doing that. A little conniption for HR claim. And, sure. and realistically, who's putting an Uber sticker on the windshield of a G wagon? Like it was, nah. it was never gonna work, babes. But yeah, yeah I was just like, wow, like. Really got smoked out in his G wagon. That's insane. His, <laughs> his friend was so nice. Like they were just hella, hella chill guys. And I was just like, good to know. Okay. That and it was literally at that. I don't think I'll ever see him again. Like, well, I mean, unless you go out and Shaq picks you up again, maybe. But realistically, I was just like, I don't even know. Like, I really don't ever see. If I ever seen him in person, I would never know that was him. Mm. He looked like a regular dude, you know, like. I literally had to go on his Instagram and like the day after I just, I played Mo Bamba just, 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 just for some remembrance, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Cause that man really ran like house parties in 2018. Like bro, freshman year, the frat boys. Are you kidding me? Bro. I you learned know, that. You know that part in the song, you know, that part in the song, everybody go crazy over like moms. The fact that I learned that before Dreams and Nightmares is truly insane, but definitely giving PWI. <laughs> no, for sure. Because that was played at every single but even, but even the black parties I was going to was played. Really? Yes. Wow. Because I wasn't going to the white frats because they were scaring me. But the mm. black ones, they was like, they was playing Mwamba too. So I was just like, I don't know yeah. what's going on. But Very everybody too. loved him down. I mean, and the crazy part is I've actually seen him live. Like, I went to Travis Scott concert, and he was his opener. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this man don't even know I've been, I said I'd seen him on co- in concert. That's I paid for him. I paid for this G-Wagon. I paid for this G-Wagon. Literally that. So, oh my God. yeah. When I say it's been a crazy weekend, like. You, you really had. And and I'm now piecing together your close friends. Because even the native's close friend is sometimes cryptic. I'm like, okay, so let me, okay, let me keep that, keep tab. So when she tells me. that I genuinely don't know how else to not post it. Like, like I, I, I'll just, I'll just post a little sniff and be like, this is insane. And I'll yeah. show you what's insane in the video. And I genuinely don't know what else to say to that. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah, that's very much interesting. Y'all think y'all don't get nothing on y'all. The main close friends, we've got to be like, okay, so when we talk, I'm going to have to figure out 
What the heck? What? What? Yeah, I just be giving little snippets because I know everyone on my close friends I'm gonna catch up with. So it's really just like a like a trailer. It really is a trailer. Yeah, not absolutely, yeah. absolutely, freaking lutely. Wow, a whirlwind of a weekend. Crazy. This is the same day. Ugh. And I wore heels the whole day. Girl, I came home and like you know you know how Barbie her foot be per- permanently propped up. I got out my I got out my heels and my foot was still standing up like a pair of like like a pair of like a like linen pants to somebody um what's that <laughs> starched my feet were standing up like a pair of starched pants gotcha. after forcing down yeah yeah my little no arch foot can do nothing but childish heels kitten heels are literally my forte. And uh, I would love to wear a good stiletto. I would. I want to. I. I always said when I got money, I'd. Pay, I'd buy a Louboutins. My my arch, my lack thereof of an arch from on my foot just will not work for that. Girl, the only saving grace I have is that they're very com- they're my most com- comfortable heels. Like they're cute, but they're okay. comfortable. It's only okay. saving grace. But when you're we on the subway, um, some guy was like, he. I guess he. I don't know if he was security. He worked the subway, but he had, he looked official. He was like, you ain't even gonna sit down. Y'all better sit down. You better take these free seats. Somebody stand up for you. you he was like, oh, okay, okay. So we went to go sit down. He said, especially you with them heels on. You don't need a man to rub them by the end of the night. I said. And I was laying in bed, sure enough, like, dang, I actually would enjoy a foot rub right now. Maybe he was onto something. He was absolutely onto something. Sick, sick work. But one thing about Danasia, she will fashion over comfortability really any day every time and y'all know that's just i'm literally the freaking opposite i will dress like a tomboy and i i love comfortability Uh, i was in my head like today danasia you're here to serve you can be comfortable tomorrow i'm here to eat today comfortability at literally all times and once i've figured out that that's my mantra life got it a hundred times better a whole lot easier Whole lot easier. You just got to know what your strengths about finding out what works for you. For me, I know I can pull if the feet if the fit looks cute. I know I can pull off my feet being a little uncomfortable because realistically, I have a good arch, so I can wear heels and my my feet don't really hurt unless I wore them for a extended period of time, like I was this time. Yeah. Realistically, once I realized that, I was like, I'm chilling. Even my little kitten heels, I'm like, y'all, my feet. Mind you, the heel this one. I the, I'm, the key, I'm complaining the whole night. The key is that you have a heel that's thick. If you have a thick mm-hmm. heel, it's it's light work. If you have a very, very tiny, I could not have done that in a little tiny heel because mm. it's less like balance distributed. So if you have a thick heel, which is what mine was, I could wear that because it's like, it's like basically walking flat. Like you're fine. Yeah. Even the chunky heels. Like, cause I, I might even turn into a wedge girl. I'm, cause I think a lot of my outfits work with wedges. Cause I, yeah. really, I give cottage core. Cottage core librarian or thought like there's really no in between. No in between. Yeah. yeah. So. Realistically, I'm like sometimes flats will hurt. Like if I wear a sandal and it's a new sandal, that will hurt my my foot more than a heel. Because you know when you the back of your your foot gets blistered, yep, and it just starts digging in your skin. Mm-hmm. That's just as bad to me as wearing a heel. So I'd rather wear wear like a worn in heel than a brand yeah. new sandal. Yeah. No, I'm I'm definitely a Croc Birkenstock girl. Yeah, like that. That at my core, I'm a crock working sock girl. Um, uh, I can't think of any other shoes that I wear on a daily basis. I'm not gonna hold you. Like yeah. I'm comfortability through and through. 
if I'm not wearing um, heels, I'm really more of a sneaker girl now. Like I'll wear my forces down. I'll wear my dunks down. Mm, I haven't got into dunks. My mochas. I, like, I just like, I just like to let my feet breathe. I really do not like socks. Mm. Like I, like I, and I think it's not, not that it's hereditary, but my dad also doesn't like socks. He likes to let his feet breathe. So I'm like, maybe it is hereditary. I don't know. Okay. But my, I do not like my feet to become like, like sweaty or, or even just enclosed. I hate an enclosed toe. Yeah. I don't I don't know. So yeah, I like I like air on the toes. Air airy toes is what airy, we're getting. Airy toes. Okay. Um, okay, so back to Mexico. Um, y'all, last day, everybody was talking it's like a very bougie taco restaurant. I'm low-key kind of sick of Mexican food because I just had it so many freaking times. So um they were talking about grasshopper tacos, they were talking about ant eggs, all this stuff. I'm like, okay, scorpions, all this stuff. Okay. We get there. My coworker orders like grasshopper encrusted tacos. I'm sitting here like, okay, everybody's ordering appetizers. And mop, sorry, M is going to order. What she order? What did M order? She gonna order ant eggs and what I thought were grasshoppers. Okay, so immediately the, either of those options is a no. Immediately no. On work trips, my motto is. If we're going to do it, let's do it. Okay. Mm. Now, I, and I'm extremist. I know y'all, y'all know I'm an extremist. So if you even listen to even two episodes, y'all know I, it's either all or nothing vibes. No That's fact. literally it. So, um, I had this video and I'll put it in the, in our August dump, but me and M are, and I didn't tag her. I can call her Moffer. Me and Moffer, we, her husband is there and shout out to Moffer because she knows how to pick them. Freck. Her husband, shout out to them. They are one of the prettiest couples I've ever seen in my freaking entire life. I said, shout out to you. Period. Frack. Frack. But um, we, so we eating something that I think is a grasshopper. So we eat, so we eating it. And I'm like, oh yeah, like grasshopper. I'm like, it tastes like sunflower seeds. Okay. The nature knows what it is. That's why she's making the space. Y'all, why would it, was it a worm? It was a worm. Literally. Because my coworker was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make a ant egg and worm taco. I said, what are you talking about? And he was like. It doesn't even make no damn sense. He's like, yeah, I'm not that hungry. Nobody's eating it. So I'm just going to put some guacamole on and some salsa. Like, you know. And <laughs> and, I, and I said, what do you mean? What do you mean, B? Like, what do you mean it's a worm? And he's like, those are worms. I said, I thought those are grasshoppers because y'all was talking about grasshoppers the whole freaking week. He was like. No, why would that be a grasshopper? And everybody on my side of the table is just giggling at me because I'm sitting there like, I ate a worm. Like that, I I feel like I want fear factor for real. Like moms, and and then I just kept on looking at them. I had to turn the bowl around because I just I, I was just so irritated that I was eating a worm, and I got it on camera. And I'm glad I did because I don't think nobody would trust me. Why did I think it was a grasshopper? I don't know. Why didn't I ask before I put it in my mouth? I also don't know. But also, we but, don't know what, what grasshoppers look like when they seasoned and deep fried. Like, thank realistically. You. Thank you. But I will say, if any of y'all want to know what a worm tastes like, it tastes like sunflower seeds. And ant eggs just taste like the seasoning that she put on them. Just It was just very salty. I was like, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> that, so, b- uh, between Miss Cheeseburger force feeding me octopus and me eating worms, it was a crazy, it was, it was very crazy cuisine. Okay, not lean mm. cuisine, not kids cuisine, crazy, crazy cuisine. Okay, also in Mexico, um, it's very caste based, 
And it's very like the top of the top of the top have most of the money and then like middle class and then very, very poor. Like there were buses that there should have been double decker. It should have been double decker bus with the amount of people that were on there. It was absolutely above max capacity. I'm talking about lines for buses. I have never seen a line for a bus. Like it was like cows. Like it was very rural. And then you go underneath this freaking um, freeway tunnel. And then it's just like Rodeo Drive. Like it's very like, like day and night. And mm. after we ate at the worm place and I'll, and as I post my stuff on my Faith in Her 20s, um, not podcast, Faith in Her 20s page on Instagram, um, I'll, I'll list all the restaurants and stuff if you guys are ever going, wanting to go to Guadalajara or whatever. But um, we left and I had a to-go bag because there was these really good, like really good tacos. And mm. every time we saw like old, like uh, not older people, like homeless people or like kids that are asking for stuff we didn't really engage with them like that just really it was very like the cast don't engage with the other casts kind of stuff like that mm-hmm. and I was like I've only heard about this in history books like this kind of feels like back in like the like Egyptian days like it's very cast based and I hand I just handed my uh to go to go box to them because I was like they're saying babida comida like they're hungry like yeah. let me give they, them they, they, need, they need that food way more than you do Exactly. I'm full. And I'm honestly might not even eat it because it's already late at night and it's the night before my flight. And I give it to them and my coworker is like, that was very nice of you. And I just brush it off because it's like, well, for like, they was hungry. They kids. They're kids. Right. You know, they're not like they're asking for money. Like they're, I'm sure they would be okay with money, but they're asking for food, bare necessities, you know? And I thought about it and I was like, they really didn't interact with any of like the any of the other like eat like the elite i'm talking about gucci bags louis vuitton bags like like all just bags midday multiple too people coming in and out of the hotel i'm like this is a very bougie hotel and my coworker was telling me that like there a lot of the people that you see there with like the matchy matchy outfits and stuff like that that are like gucci louis vuitton stuff like that that's new money because new money dressed like that and i was like wow it's like there's new money all around like they're they have like a like a like a bad word for the new money people and I was like she's like but you don't say that out loud and I was like wow like she's like basically they come from like not good money and she's like whether that be like scamming drugs stuff like that and I was like I'm learning a freaking lot so basically after like looking at like just the juxtaposition between like the before freeway after freeway and just like how it just made me feel very grateful that like I have a house to come to. I have consistent food. I have a consistent salary. Like just made me feel way, way grateful. I I have been practicing more so grateful journey and not trying to be as anxious as I usually am, especially in college. Cause like, you know what? It really ain't that deep. Like life isn't over. Just get it over with and get it done vibes. But seeing everything there, very beautiful, but just seeing everything there, it was just like, I am so grateful for my life. You know, I'm so grateful for my team. I'm so grateful that I have a company that's paying for all this freaking stuff. Like the amount of money we spend on food alone, moms. Yeah. I couldn't freaking tell you. So it just made me feel really grateful. And overall, like for work trips, like it's really given put on the Amex. Like, I mean, if you're working at a smaller company, I really don't know what the vibes are over there because I never, I've never worked at smaller companies. The smallest company I probably worked at is Nuckin' Donuts or the Dollar Movie Theater, you know, because I've had, I've had a slew of jobs. Um, But for work trips, my pool pleasing popped out because I was fake laughing for three days straight. I was so freaking exhausted. 
I literally was just, I literally put on my, on my private, on my private story. I was like, y'all, I'm so freaking tired of fake laughing. Like I can't do this. So I just stopped. I just stopped. It's and not funny. I, and nothing's funny. Nothing was ever funny, but I was just like, these are new people. I don't know how they And also when people don't laugh at people's jokes, it really hurts me. So I try to laugh to make, to make them feel okay. You know, cause yeah. I, was like, I just stopped. Cause the secondhand embarrassment too was like, damn, <laughs> did nobody laugh at the joke? And the main, the main culprits was Miss Cheeseburger and, and one of the other older ladies. And I was just sitting here like, y'all need this. So I'm going to give it to y'all. But after day three, I said, okay, let's cut it. I'm tired of this. Yeah. Moffer, um, that's my work bestie. We have at least, we have one one-on-one um, every two weeks and we always ping on each other. Like, that's my girl. Like, I'll see her face and be like, girl, what's wrong? Or like, girl, can she be quiet? Like, stuff like that. That's That's my girl. But. I just assumed she was in her 20s because she had a baby face. And it's like, I think maybe it's just selfish tendencies on my end. But I really just assume everybody's my age all the time. Like, I just always, I don't, I don't know. Let's just say she's not in her 20s. And I'm sitting here like, girl, huh? She's like, she, and the, but the thing is, she called me honey. Nobody in their 20s is calling people honey. So Especially I was like. That they're, that's their age group. Exactly. And I was just like you know what, I, I should have got the signs, but I didn't. And I was just like, fret. And I was like, girl, like, we not the same age, girl? But listen, I haven't had in-person girl time since me and India hung out back in April. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I was craving that. And she is a very touchy-feely person. And I also am a very touchy-feely friend. If my the other friend is touchy-feely, like, I kind of, like, match the energy. And we was on each other's bodies like all freaking week like hugging each other holding hands um our arms looped together nobody sat next to us because it was me and Moffat for for life vibes for life okay like and one of my co-workers this is a, this is really the main thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way because it was like a main call out on my name everybody's talking over each other my manager goes Let's just have one conversation. I said, you got me there. And he looked, he looked at me in the eyes. And I was like, okay, okay, you got me there. I'm, I'm, I respect you. I respect you. Miss Cheeseburger's uh, counterpart was like, well, if Faith and Moffat would stop having side conversations. I said, counterpart. I said, counterpart, I'm only with her for three more days. And you and Miss Cheeseburger have literally been talking over each other and fighting this whole week. She's like, I'm just making a joke. Once again, ain't nothing funny. I, I'm not apologizing for what I'm doing because everybody was having side conversations. It just so happened that when my manager said something, that's when we was talking. I said, you know what? Okay. But you know, I, I, it, di- it didn't, it dimmed my view of her in the moment, but I was like, you know what? It really ain't that deep, but I didn't like that. And just kind of kept it pushing. Cause like, at the end of the day, it's not that deep. Like, as in, we just were, you know, we're not saving lives. Um, and yeah, all in all work trips. Okay. Work trips really give you tea on everybody. You just got to ask the right questions and just listen. You got to keep your ears out because people are talking. There's a lot of different conversations at the table, but if you just keep your ear out, for them, for that one specific, you'd be like, okay, well, so that's why she did that. And that's why, okay, corporate's really messy. And we, re- realistically, we were talking about it, like, we can't get into specifics. Like, that's just what it is. But just know, we can't prepare you, 
But nobody even told us corporate was messy. We just went in, we kind of raw dogged corporate. Had no clue about nothing. So the corporate episode is definitely going to be fun. We can't devote as much as we obviously want to because like, you know, our company and we want our, our jobs. But what we can tell you and what we do feel like is will be good for the benefit of everybody, even if our managers do listen, it'll be fine. So very excited for that episode. But yeah, that's pretty much our updates from Mexico and the Sheck West weekend. It was a great time. I mean, the last part of my weekend was just on Sunday. Um, We went to a mutual friend's birthday party. And this man told us he was turning 25. And we were just like, oh, I'm talking to him like, oh, my God, like, do you feel different? Like, is your frontal lobe developed? Like, you know, like we were at his brunch and he was like, I'm not gonna lie, y'all, I'm fighting demons right now because he was so drunk the night before his friend literally like dragged him out the house to come to this brunch because they had already made the reservations and the arrangements. And he was like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm fighting demons. And he literally was. He was literally like sitting at the end of the table, like mm-hmm. rocking, rocking back and forth, like kept getting up, kept kept having to walk around. Like we literally made him order a side of fries just so we could have something on his stomach. No. Insane, right? Find out this man is 30 the whole time. <gasps> and the crazy part is I looked up the place on TikTok and it literally said this is more for an older crowd, like 30 and up. <laughs> So I'm thinking, oh, and maybe he just chose this place because it's a little more sophisticated. Like, you know, da da da. No, he really is 30. So we didn't know we were literally like the youngest Why? in there. But I will say I love hanging out with 30 and up crowd because they were just like, what do y'all want to drink? And we were just like, what you got? And they was like, whatever you want. So literally like they were just very hospitable, very like taking care of everything. Like, no worries. But yeah, I was just like, bro, why did you, you could have just told us she was 30. And the only reason why we also learned is because we went on his story and someone gonna say the big three oh enjoy it brother i'm like <laughs> you thought we just wasn't gonna know like honestly i respect you even more now because i know you 30 you got some years under your belt oh my 30 is what did he have a two five birthday candle no he was literally just like yeah you know 25 feels great like i know people joke around like that but like we just genuinely did not know how old he was and he looks 25 so I like see. i would have never guessed you know but I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, awesome. So how do you feel? Had a whole conversation with me about his frontal lobe and how he feels like, oh, you know, I might feel a little bit different. Like, you done did that five years ago. Five. Crazy, crazy. Insane. Men are insane. Listen, but all in all, I mean, I think that's everything I had on my list. Like, oh, (laughs) oh, last thing about the 30-year-old's birthday party. So (laughs) there's this guy that was like in the venue and his name, we'll call him DJ DJ Big Mac. We'll just call him DJ Big Mac. I don't really know what his real DJ name was, but I'm not trying to expose him. Yeah. So he was like, what y'all ladies on? You know, how y'all been? Da, da, da. We're like, hi, DJ. Hi. Yeah, how you doing? And he's just like, oh, you know, I need y'all Instagrams. And we're like, okay. So, you know, now we passing the phone around. I'm like, okay. And he's like, I'm going to go through all of your Instagrams in front of you and tell me and tell you whether or not I would want to DM you guys. We said, huh? We said, okay, so starting off with Danasia. What? I was just like, I didn't ask for this. So he's going to my Instagram. He's like, yeah, okay, okay. He goes to one of my pictures and it's already liked. He's on his account. It's already liked. Then he scrolls the next one. It's already liked. And so I'm like, did you just like those? He was like, nah, I remember you. 
I've been following you and unfollowing you and refollowing you. You don't follow back. I know because usually when I follow somebody, I like their pictures and that way they make, I make sure they see the notifications. So you don't follow back. So I definitely am not going to DM you now. <laughs> when I tell you, we all fell out laughing because literally when I tell you, he had already, pre those were all old pre-like pictures. Like he'd have, yeah. he'd have been around the block multiple times. He had a strategy. And I just genuinely did not know he'd been, I said, DJ Big Mac, I didn't know you. <laughs> like, how do I know? Like, I know you, I followed him back then. I was like, oh, I just followed you. He's like, nah, it don't matter now, shawty. It's, it, what's done is done. What's done is done. I'm like, hey. I'm sorry. What, what can I say? I, I genuinely did not know you followed me. When I tell you, when he kept scrolling and all them pictures was liked, <laughs> I said, what's going on here? Literally, because this is about the third time that somebody in the camp, we talk about Denasia. And I'm like, what now? My boots trying to figure out what they, what they about to say. Also, um, our type A black girl, I realized I didn't say her name. Uh, Ilani. So. Oh, love. That's pretty. It's really freaking pretty frick. Yeah. Um, um I don't think it was anything else happened on my recent weekend, but I really just tried to reset because I mean I, I know we're not doing Rosebud and Thorn, but a bud of mine is I'm I got approved to go to South Carolina, sorry, North Carolina, um, for a work trip and I finally get to see my North Carolina besties since April and I, oh. And I get to have a hotel. Like I'm lit. I'm literally lit. So yeah, about to have kind of the time of our lives, you know, doing really good work. But on work trips, it really does give work hard, play hard. No, literally. Balance. Like, literally balance. And I'm not a work hard, play hard person, but on work trips, my brain switches. Like, all right, well, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it. Lock in. Because I'm not going to, I'm never, I'm not coming back. Like, no, Guadalajara, I'm not coming back. Realistically, that's, that's, there's another work trip. But North Carolina, obviously, I'll be back for like, to be approved for a full week work trip and I also get to have fun after I get off, like, yeah. Damn. And it's paid for. And it's paid for. Oh. Oh, I'm so excited. So very, very, very excited for look let me look out for that on the um in September for that. But um we're gonna go ahead and get into pop culture. One of you guys DM'd us, or not DM'd us, um, did a call from the request line and said you guys want to do see more pop culture from us. So we can't promise y'all every single episode, except for while we say that, really our tweets. But we gonna have a we're gonna have a pop culture segment at the moment. So moms, yeah. introduce us. Yeah, so first of all, our first episode this season was about Miss Kiki. Yeah. What was going on with her and her baby daddy and Usher and now her and Usher then got a song together. Like it's a lot happening. But yeah. the most recent update is it was her 30th birthday, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if y'all saw this. It was her 30th birthday. I feel like we're like on the Wendy Williams show. Bro, I was like, it really gave. Hot topics. Yeah. <laughs> so uh we love oh, I miss Wendy. Anyway, hope she gets better. Um where was it at? Basically, Kiki, okay, it was it was her 30th birthday, and she's on live with her baby daddy. And she's like, thank you so much for taking me out for my birthday. You know, I really appreciate it. And then he starts dogging on Virgos, and she's obviously a Virgo. And he's like, yeah, you know, like, everybody's in my, everybody in my life is a Virgo. My mom, my brother, my best friend. Then he looks at her, and he goes, my partner in crime, and, like, shrugs his shoulders. Can you imagine? Pushing out a baby for a man. And you get called partner in crime on Instagram Live. 
after he just dogged you out on Twitter? For and people were talking about it for months. Still are to this day. And I'm like, Kiki girl, what are we doing? Maybe there he's really good in bed. That's what I think. Gotta be. That's it's. She's demonized. The worst case of it. Worst case. You know that guy. And if you're a black black TikTok, you definitely know it. And he's like, you you tripping over a man who didn't who never sent you no money. <laughs> no, literally. Like like it, it definitely. She needs to go through his TikTok because he definitely is um, can be charged with some crimes after looking at all the things that a man shouldn't be doing and should be doing because he got some he has some gems. He's like a us version of Shira. That's what he's saying. No, literally, I was gonna say I think Kiki and Shira need to have a sit down consultation, private, yeah. one hour thirty minute session, ninety minutes. Easy. You know how Oprah. Be sitting down with the the film people and they'd be like, so what? I need she'd, that. She'd be grabbing their hand. Even even Drew Barrymore, she'd be all up in there. She'd be like at their knees. Like <laughs> <laughs> I love Drew Barrymore, but every time I see a clip of her interviewing somebody, she's literally like up under them. Like, <laughs> tell me, please. Like, <laughs> like I need Shara to do that with Kiki because I'm rooting for you, girl. Like, I need you to just break this. I need you to get away from him. Leave him alone. <laughs> You know that cycle where it's like a really beautiful, beautiful woman, and like if unless it, it might honestly even be on her close friends, and she's like, oh, back with him or up underneath taking a picture, like up, up back with him, love my man, and then it's like I hate my man, I'm about to slash his tires, stuff like that. I want to see what Kiki's close friends look like. No, what yeah. I'd pay. I have good money. Good. No, actually, I wouldn't pay. I'd wait for it to get leaked because I'm not. I'm not paying for it. Realistically, they going back no, and forth right. like that. You know, we we gonna know anyway. But it's just yeah. like still, it's just very disappointing. And I'm just like, we didn't went for bad for her in that whole episode just for her to pop up on Instagram live with the man. This is a sign of anything. You can help your friends as much as you can. She's not even our friend, but you can help your friends and tell her to leave that man as much as you want. As much. As your heart desires, but realistically, she gonna get back with him, and there's nothing you can do about it. They not gonna leave until like the worst of the worst of the worst, and then she gonna go back, and then the worst of the worst, and like you know what, I'm done with. And even when that happens, boom, trauma bonded. (laughs) Now you really can't leave him alone or dickmatize. Just depends. It's like, well, he's consistent. I I know I can depend on him for that. Literally every time. I need you to stand up, Kiki. I need you to stand. Maybe the next episode we'll have an update. But so far, Kiki is not standing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, our next update, Doja Cat is a demon. I mean, what's going on? <laughs> I thought. But very, very, very on par. But it's but it's a good question, and this is coming from someone who loves Doja. Like we saw together, literally. No, like love Doja. Like I'm a huge Doja, Doja stan. But recently, <clears throat> she's just making it very hard. <clears throat> she's making it very hard for me to defend her. And I, I say this with a grain of salt because I do genuinely believe that she is a genius, a musical genius. I think that she has putting out like when she was going through her era in 2021 she's putting out music and her last album was stuff that realistically the other girls was not giving Mm -mm. 
There was and nobody else. And I really, and nobody really like matching Doja personality aside. It in that lane, in that pop, whatever Doja rap, whatever Doja is, nobody's comparing with her. The visuals she was giving, the music videos, like I still think about the uh, uh, Kiss Me More music man. Girl, she has a plethora. We could go down the whole list. You're right. You are right. Anymore with SZA, like yeah, like it was just beautiful like very like very creative you can just see her creative process like live in the music video right yeah. so i said to say most musical geniuses in my opinion are always a little throwed up here <laughs> local, local <laughs> like kanye throwed for that music i'm not gonna no one can it. deny that he's a good artist but yeah. he's, he's crazy as hell even michael jackson <sighs> Little, little, uh uh-uh. I think the only one that's not really uh uh-uh is Beyonce. No, literally. But she did take that man back. But I love her. You know, and we all have our faults. We all have our faults. Only one. She's doing damn better than most people. That part, because ladies are taking the man back, and they don't even—they're not even the correct. They—they're not even paying for pets. They're not even doing half of what Jay-Z is doing. So realistically, like, I don't blame her. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, would I do something differently? I, who's the now? But realistically, I, I know, actually, I do know. I would have to leave that man. <laughs> I would think about it day and night. Day and night. You look, you look like that, you know. With a white girl. White woman. Okay. We would have had to tussle. But sure. that's, what I, that, that's besides the point. Yeah. Realistically, there are no really, really, really good artists, I think, musically that are not a little throwed. But yeah. her throat right now is giving demon. The spider tats and the demon tats and the demon cryptic song. stuff on Instagram. I forgot what the lyrics are, but it's, it's something devil, demon. She's a devil. Not- Girl, her, her latest single coming out soon is literally titled Demon. We can't make this up, y'all. This is real life. What? Yes. Frick. I know. Well, and I went back. I was like, you know, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like this Doja. I'm gonna go back to the old days. So I went back to listen to her old album. She didn't turn every album cover red. <laughs> Why would you do that? Do that, like Miss Cat. I really just need you to just lock in. Like <laughs> back to the cow. I'm totally fine. Mood was great. Just that was my personality for a bit. Everything was Cat Friend. Bruh. I really love that girl. I just really want her to just, I feel like she's either acting out because she has an issue with her label and is trying to make it look as bad as possible. I don't know what the truth is, but something's weird. And realistically, as much as I love her, the weirdness has not just started now. She was in them chat rooms. Yeah. She's had a past, but our music was so good we forgot about it. Now but, it's back at the forefront. But she's a devil. Here's the thing. Every Doja Cat song that she's came out with, there's been a TikTok dance. So we really aren't getting away from this freaking song or this next album. I'm telling at least seven out of the, of the whatever songs come coming on, on the album, there's going to be a TikTok dance to it. And that girl, if you're on TikTok and you know this girl, she got like very floofy hair and she like dances. She's a white girl with floofy hair and she dances very like robotic-ish. She going to make, make a few dances to, to Doja. So, I mean, we can't get away from her can't escape 
And the thing is that she made all this this fuss talk about pop culture is not she she not making pop no more. She out of pop just for this song she put out to be exactly the same as her entire sound. I'm thinking she doing like a metal like I don't even know like slash <laughs> vibes, and it wasn't even that. So I'm like, it girl, I don't know. it gave Doja. It gave Doja. I don't know. I don't know what she's up to, but I'm gonna pray for her. Um, Taylor versus Beyonce. I don't even, I, I actually hate that these words are even coming out of my mouth because <laughs> the fact that we have to address this is insane. But I've been seeing all up and down Twitter and TikTok, people putting Taylor and Beyonce, Taylor Swift, mind you, in case anyone was confused by which, <laughs> <laughs> like if you're just as confused, I'm. you're right. Taylor Swift, that one. In the same category as Beyonce. And it, actually blows me because they be like taylor's a better artist at literally what singing dancing you, it really depends who the frick you ask because honestly what really helped me is taylor swift is white people's is black people's beyonce and that that really does make sense i i know what's hurting you because i'm coming from, unsettling i'm coming from an unbiased side because like i'll see her i'll listen but like i'm not like how ages or Paul. Um, that is what it is. It, it really, it really depends who you're asking and who you're following for real. Like, but my thing is like, if you put Beyonce and Taylor in any category together, vocals, Taylor is holding none of the notes that Beyonce. Oh, holding. I see what you're saying. No, no, no. It's Beyonce. Wise. She's doing, she is not comparing to what Beyonce is doing dancing have you seen the videos of taylor swift on stage moving the way she moved she just does more um outfit changes that's really what it is that's really the only thing i'm genuinely so like i really feel like a lot of people be like beyonce's overrated in what category i genuinely cannot fathom putting her in a category where you think who is better than her please actually anybody that that, that, that thinks there is somebody please listen because I genuinely want to know, who do you think is a better performer than Beyonce right now? And don't say Chris Brown. Do not say Chris Brown. You Somebody right now is like Beyonce. Like, HR, no. All you do is backflip on stage, not him. <laughs> who or else is a better performer and artist than Beyonce right now, alive? No one. There's literally no one. No if they're putting her in the same category as Michael Jackson, that's a category Taylor is not reaching. Mm-mm. You can tell me, okay, yes, she's selling out stadiums. Cool. So is Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I'm so dead ass right now. Like this actually gets me hated. Like I see people people putting them in the same category. Like I will really like talk about this because I'm really irritated. I had to get off my chest because I'm just like, what in what world are they in the same category? Yeah, no, there's no world. Not, I don't, I don't see it. But I like it. Like I said, it. You literally, I can't put them neck and neck because I'm black. I, but Taylor, the 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 way people be crying at Beyonce, the the way, the way people, is the way people be caught crying at Taylor. White people, sorry. I don't understand the crying, but there's a like. I think it goes K-pop, um, the Bayhive, or the Beehive, and then Taylor is right there because they be like. Don't dive deep diving into they, her lyrics. Like, oh, she's gonna come out with this. Like, do y'all not have jobs? 
Listen, I'm not even a, I'm not even like that. It probably seems like I'm like the biggest beehive stand in the world. Like I'm not even saying it like that. I'm literally just someone that can acknowledge talent and give credit, especially for a black artist where it's due. And when it comes to Taylor, I think Taylor Swift is the epitome of white mediocrity. Being able to be mediocre as a white artist and get the same praise as a black woman who's put in effort to literally stay on top for 25 plus years and still get put in the same box as a white mediocre artist who has deep lyrics. Oh, yeah. I'll give it to Taylor. I mean, I may know too. She can write. I can give her that. She can write and she has good lyrics. But realistically, if we're putting her in the same category, it it does not make any sense. No, we can't give it because... Not Taylor don't got any years of Beyonce. Like, zilch type of years. Beyonce done gone through, uh, what's that thing? A group, and then went solo and skyrocketed as solo. And as a Destiny Child as well. Like, whole family's talented. Tina, shout out to you. Shout out to Tina. But it's like, realistically, we cannot compare the same success of Taylor as a, as a white, blonde-haired, blonde woman. Her success and the, the privilege she already gets with that. People are yeah. going to listen to her regardless versus yeah. someone that had to literally like fight to actually get the recognition they deserve and yeah. still be better than her. And then to still be like disrespected low key by putting in the same category as her is insane. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Taylor can sell out a show, but she will, it will never be the same level. Mm-mm. No. And I think because they're going on to at the same time, this where a lot of these, it's a lot oh. of the comparisons come in. Yeah. 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 But if Beyonce and Ed Sheeran were, I mean, they are on tour at the same time, we're not comparing Ed Sheeran and Beyonce. But it's also the women pitted against each other. That too. And white women and black women pitted against each other. So there's just a lot of freaking layers. There's a lot of layers. There's a lot of layers. But yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's that's Beyonce versus Taylor. Um, our favorite TikTok trends. Well, yeah. do you want to go first? In the club with my twin, we reviving. When I tell you, I, so Hope is a literal grandpa, grandma. Like she's never, she does, she, she's like, I'll scroll on TikTok for five minutes so that I can just be updated. But that's it. Like, that's all she does. She might go on reels. I'm like, you're a little grandma. But me and Joy, we're on the same side of TikTok. So literally I'm on the, I'm on the phone with her and I'm like, and she's like, and I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And I was like, Hope, I'm going to show you what this is and you're gonna do it when we get on a three-way call and she's like what's well, not gonna be genuine i said i don't care <laughs> we're sisters do it like you you never all, all do any of the trends when we're you always are confused so i'm trying to help you not be confused i said hope and she goes like that's just fun you're not being fun energy like be fun uh so I'm going to expose her to all the TikTok trends and do TikToks with her because she's actually staying with me for a week. So I'm very, very excited um, just for fun. So yeah, mom, what's yours? Mine is, I know damn well that ain't my shit I just heard. <laughs> that one is applied to so many things. It's like when you hear your sibling going and get your, getting your leftovers and you hear it heating up the microwave. I know damn well that, like, <laughs> the girlies are supposed to talk about when they see their man's arm in the back of an Instagram story, huge. I know damn well that's not who I think it is. Like it applies to so much. It's so versatile. It's a very versatile thing. Literally, I love him. He's actually one of my favorite creators at the moment. Literally, literally. For sure. Oh my gosh! Um, what if we had him on the pod. Let's. I mean, what'd you say? I said, what if we had him on the pod? Oh, <laughs> I don't get funny pod. If we'd be giggling hard, hard, Frick. <laughs> Um, 
Okay, Let's so just do calls from the request moms. I feel like we won't have time for this. Has been a why would you say that this entire mm-hmm. episode? This whole freaking time. Yeah, from Mr. Cheese, Miss Cheeseburger to Shaq <laughs> and the whistles. We we've had an episode to say the very freaking least. Um, if you guys didn't know, we uh, we have a link in our link tree. It's free suggestion box, y'all. I finally got it. free suggestion box in our link tree, and just you will see from these dilemmas send in really whatever okay um i think this is one of the craziest dilemmas we've ever seen listen when i tell you tell us what you going on what's got what you got going on in your life because realistically we don't know who you are and if you don't if you want help we need as much detail as possible so if you got a few details that might be a little embarrassing girl this is a safe space we as all girls here or guys or days we all here so you just let us know what you're going through and we're here to help um Uh, moms i'll go ahead and read this first one yeah so this one says hi guys i recently started listening to podcasts and was so excited to find your channel i have a question for faith i have been dating my boyfriend for one and a half years and we met my senior year of college he's a year behind me i graduated now and we are still going strong and dedicated to putting the work in to be together as long as we are happy and we occasionally talk about marriage and what our future could look like all great things anyway how do you know when you're really ready to get engaged and marry your partner? When did you start having these lock-in conversations and know it was time? I feel like he will be my forever person, but it's exciting and scary all at once. Haha. <laughs> Thanks for any input. Okay, so I actually asked all of this question probably a few weeks back. Like, I was like, hey, like, when did you know, like, when did you start planning for our future? And he was like, uh, probably the first month. Like, I knew you were the one and I and I he's a very he's a very future forward person so he's like mm-hmm. I started planning for like okay what does college look like like he's just a very future forward person as a type of person I absolutely love that because that's less work on my end that I was I was gonna do anyway so right. I absolutely love that but how do we know how did we know when we wanted to get engaged well I'm not engaged and that is a man's decision for me a man is supposed to lead and for me, he let Lola lets me have my way with stupid stuff. But for things that actually matter, like because I know he'll he'll take care of me, and he's done it time and time again, every freaking minute. Um, I trust him to be in control of our future, and when he needs my input, he asks. Mm-hmm. Now I ha- did give him until June to propose to me because now I'm getting to that territory where those girls are like, you know, those girls are like, yeah, we've been dating for eight years, like that's kind of the vibes like that four to four to eight year mark is like okay when is he gonna propose depending on when you guys started dating and we started dating in sophomore year so like we just got started getting big girl and big boy jobs um right. but I think just seeing how he interacts with me and knowing that obviously when we're married we're going to end up having kids is the way he treats me how I'd like my kids to be treated I feel like that's a big question to ask and absolutely he is literally like like for example how does he treat you on your period i feel like that's a telltale sign when i'm in my period lola comes home every single day and gets on his knees and it's like what do you need from me how can i help make your day better like do you want me to turn your heating pad do you want me to make you some tea like any and you know i was like just just leave me alone then but he checks in on me every hour when he's gaming like it's really the small things and how does he respond during all not altercations during disagreements mm. is he very angry and stuff like that or he's just like very calm and it's like let he's very solution based is your man solution based because for type a girlies and and older sisters as well and we're both 
I like for solutions to come so we don't have to waste no time and we can get mm. back to being the lovey-dovey couple that we are. So there's a lot of questions that, you know, I didn't ask myself. It just so happened that Lola did all of these freaking things. And I was like, the list that I had was trash. And if I had the list that I made back when I was 12, I don't think I would be happy. Actually, I know I wouldn't. Mm. And Lola is my dream man without, I had even, I had no clue he was going to be my dream man. Cause, but on, but just on paper, physically, emotionally, he truly is that man. And he, and he has garnered the respect from me. And it's hard to, for me to respect a man sometimes. Cause it's like, you don't do nothing. <laughs> actually suck. I'm doing way more than I actually need to. And a relationship is supposed to make your life easier, not harder. Yeah. So if any of those kind of made you feel triggered, have some conversations. Um, because for me, I only plan to get married once. Okay. So and I only plan to get engaged once. And being engaged and being married is a very expensive process emotionally and physically in that big account. Okay. So before you sign your life away to this man, make sure that he's going to make your life easier. I'm not going to say it's going to be peaches and cream, but does he make your life easier or do you have to treat him like a child and clean up after? I know that was very long-winded, but in this day and age, the questions need to be asked. And it has to be said. And realistically, I really feel like whoever you marry and you're with, your life partner is like one of the biggest decisions you can make. So if you are okay with him being the biggest decision that you make, then you know that he's the one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love. Um, (laughs) Second question. Hey, y'all. I've been catching up on older episodes, period. And I'm currently listening to the episode with Dr. Sharma. My question is, how do you guys, how were you guys able to build a positive connection with y'all's teachers? I'm in college struggling. Keep doing what y'all doing, ladies. Love from Montreal. Huge. Rack. Huge. Because love from Montreal just got us so hyped when we read this. We were so okay. happy. We, we love you too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Dr. Sharma is my mentor and a friend of mine and an old professor that I was, I was really close with back when I was in college. Um, if you guys listen to that episode and I literally still keep in contact with her, like I have so much love for her because she just has so much wisdom. And I feel like the way that you kind of decide, and I, for us, the relationship happened more naturally, like the connection of us just being interested in the same things, us talking about like things that we related to in class and like just being able to turn that into like a mentorship. It happened very naturally so I would say to find a professor that you feel like you're most like similar to, like for me, out of all my professors, I feel like I could go and talk to her and like have a real conversation. And it wasn't so like professory, I guess. Like it didn't feel like I was going to talk to her about like an assignment. Like I could really talk to her about some real stuff. So I'd figure out out of all your professors who you think is like the most easy to approach. And then from there, like, you know, get to know them, like go to their office hours, like speak with them and just see if like, maybe this is a relationship that you want to continue after college of just getting to know them and keeping them in your life. And it usually does turn into a sort of mentorship program. Like Dr. Sharma has helped me a lot, like as far as through college and just like navigating things after I moved to. And yeah, so like, it really does happen naturally, I'd say. But the first step is to just figure out which professor you're genuinely interested in getting to know after, after class and like after school. Like, do you want to actually spend time learning about their life? Like, for me, Dr. Sharma has lived a very interesting life, and I want to pick her brain on stuff. So it comes easier. Like, if you force it and you're just like, oh, I just want to get to know this professor because they're very well established and it will look good for me to get to know them, then it's not going to flow as natural. You Mm -hmm. know, like, find someone that you genuinely are, like, interested in getting to know, I'd say is the first step. Um, It does help also if they're in your field, like... Like she was in the business school, I was a business major, so it just made it easier to connect versus me connecting with like 
a chemistry professor, you know, that it could be the same thing, but like, you know, it does help. And my other professors that I'm close with still to this day that I keep in contact with and that I visit when I go back home to Vegas, like it's the same thing. Like I was doing extracurriculars with them. They were like the advisors for clubs that I was in. Um, even my Delta advisors, like it really happens by exposure, like seeing them all the time and connecting with them that way. And then also just, you know, it being more of a natural relationship. So yeah, that's what I would say. I have no input. I'm sure there are a few teachers that I was like, hey, we cool. I see you. Thank you for that grade. Shout out to that. But I, that was not my objective. I was like, in and out. I do not want to be here. I actually, I'm realizing, and I have realized, and I've talked about this, I really did hate college. But because it was, so, it was such a big part of my life and I was the cool sister, I didn't have the chance to even debrief of myself that we did not like school. It was just, this is, this is our main personality trait. And this is what we got to do. Won't be going back, but the people, the girls that are in here, make sure you graduate because then you can get on work yeah. trips and make that money to go to Ross and TJ Maxx on a Wednesday. Yeah. Okay? Which is, that's the goal. That's the um, goal. The next one, um, been dating a guy for six years. Now, all of a sudden, his private area smells, which is causing me to smell and gives me infections. Do you guys think he's cheating? This smell started out of the blue. When I try to talk to him about it, he shuts me off. Ooh, girl, I'm ready to, like, go to bat for you right now because I'm pissed for you. Like, I, I feel like, honestly, this is not, I've never been through a cheating type of experience, but I feel like your body knows before you do sometimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like if, if this is happening out the blue and he's shutting it down, I think it's even more reason for you to first get tested. Please, mom. Get tested immediately and bring it up to him in a way that he can't escape the convo. Like, I don't really know how you, you know your man better than we do, but like, how can you talk to him about this and make it known? Especially if that test comes back with something that you did not have before y'all were dating. Yeah. For one, I mean, my advice is to, to leave him because obviously he is cheating if it comes back positive. And I'm sorry if you have to go through that. Like, I can't even imagine. Like, I, I understand you are probably very stressed. So I yeah. would say first, make sure you are healthy. Knock that out first. And then mm -hmm. from there, have to talk with your man, like genuinely what's going on. I feel like a lot of times cheating reveals itself on its own mm -hmm. without you having to dig. And I'm not, I'm not suggesting you go through his phone or anything, but like, realistically, I think the truth will reveal itself in due time. And the first step is like figuring out if you have something, because why is he smelling all of a sudden? It's been six years. That, that's my thing. And it's the out of the blue comment. Like moms, like, I, I feel like, you know, because you DM'd us and we really wanted yeah. to make sure that we like got it this episode because this is like very time sensitive and a man that loves you or claims to love you will never shut you down. He will be Thank open you. to listen to you. Shut, shut you. you off about something that's affecting your body because poten potentially hit something he did behind closed doors. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the fact that he's not willing to clear up potential cheating allegations and lose you. Mm -hmm. Another absolutely not because he needs to value you more than that. Yeah. So obviously we are not his biggest fan. No. Um, it's up to you how you decide to move forward. But I say the first step is definitely getting tested. Make him get tested too. Shoot, y'all yeah. go together. Get tested and figure out what's going on. And yeah. I would say even after this, let's say it's nothing and like, you know, it was a false alarm and like nothing's wrong. Still continue continue to get tested. Like yeah. for at least a couple times after this until you feel confident, like, okay, maybe it was just like a 
But it's like, but it's like if it's the six years part, and if you've never had a smell, and you've never had infections, and you just started, no, moms, you know, deep, deep Deep down, you know, moms. I feel like the second you start suspecting, it's kind of wraps a little bit. It 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 really deteriorates the trust over time. Realistically, yeah. So I don't even want to lay in the same bed as him. It's like you literally disgust me. You don't know where you you don't know where he's been. Yeah. So yeah, I really keep us posted, moms. Like we really hope it's not what we think or what 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 you think it is. But realistically, if it is, you gotta leave that man. Yeah, because you don't he does not deserve you having infections. Like from what I've seen on on TikTok, there's a lot of medicine and in and irritation and un- discomfort that comes with all the laundry list of infections that you could possibly have. Right. So you don't want to turn into something else. Yeah. And if it is something, you want to clock it quick. Yeah. <sighs> oh, that's me so pissed for you. Like, please give us an update because six years is nothing to play with. I haven't even hit my six years, but even four years, even, even, even three months. What the frick are you doing? Regardless, you if you're in love with him, regardless if you're in love with him, it's going to hurt. Oh, yeah. Easily. Oh, but still, six years. If he's if he's willing to put six years down the down the drain, there is somebody better f- out there for you because Absolutely. you got to kiss a couple frogs to get to the prince. So, Simple. but still, yeah, yeah, insane. Lit, like actually, and my friend actually was going through a breakup, and she was doing the okay, I'm broken up with him. Okay, I'm going back. Okay, I bro- I'm like, girl, I don't. I'm actually getting tired. And she was like, the reason, the way I got all over him the whole summer. It's like the whole summer, but. She is like, I was having a limiting mindset. Like, I was like, he's the only one for me. He's the best I'm ever going to have. Like, I'm never going to find anybody like him. But I'm like, if he was calling you out of your name and doing this, that, and the third, he actually hated you. There like, is no room for that type of man in your life. And I don't know if you're religious, but like, for me, my perspective is God would never allow a man that I'm supposed to be with to do that to me. Absolutely. That's affirmation. I know we didn't say, but affirmation of the week. That part. To. Oh, mom! I know we don't really press on the updates, but please give us an update, moms. Like, yeah. please. Yeah, we 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 really want the best for you, and screw him. So, literally. Um. Yeah. Oh, finally. Um. Hey, girlies. Is like completely different. Literally, change the topic. Hey, girlies. Any advice for climbing the ladder in the corporate world? Um. Honestly, we'll definitely dive more into this in our um corporate episode. Definitely be the, my favorite episode, probably of the season of the freaking Type A history. But I will say, try to be a private girly as much as you can because people will use things on you. They haven't yet, but I've seen it done to other people. Yeah, and because I've been a private girly, and y'all know it's been hard because I am a chronic overshare. I'm a I'm a recovering addict. Let's say that. Um, it's been very hard, but it's just like pick those. Two to three people that you know you can go to that you know where it's not going to get around. For me, it's Moffer and maybe two other coworkers. Um, and just keep everything under wraps. Like um, for me, also because promotion season can't come comes around. Write down every at least three to five things that you've done every single month. The first of the month, what did you do the past thirty days that helped the company? Whether that's quanti- quantitative, qualitative. If if you if somebody said you are somebody called me a model hire, I have never screenshot an email so fast. 
period. I said, that's one of my stars. And I'm, yeah. So like writing down those things, um, I'm blanking. I'll think of some more things, but moms, what are some more things for you on your end? Yeah, I was going to say write down everything. And also I realize a lot of corporate, and especially if you are taking this very serious, some people just see, see a job as a job. But if you are looking to see your job as your career and like this is just a stepping stone to where you want to be, low key, you kind of have to treat the workplace kind of like school with extracurriculars. Yeah, It's not just going to class, Mm-mm. unfortunately. It's getting involved with employee resource groups. It's helping out with this. It's helping out with that. Like it's being a very involved person. And like my my like mentors have told me like, Danasia, like you're doing more than what you should be doing. Like you're going above and beyond. And for me, that's that's a good sign of saying that I'm taking my job and like I'm trying to be more than just an employee. I'm trying to be like a leader in a sense. And yeah. it's never, even if you have nobody under you, it's not too early to start showing leadership qualities. Like if mm-hmm. you can show leadership qualities, even without somebody under you and you're managing them, that's a green flag and it's going to push you to where you want to be. So I'd say for one, it does, it does suck when you have other things that you want to get done and like you have all this on your plate. But obviously, I mean, for me, I've been a, chronic um do the moster so like the, it's just it's just natural to me like i just i can't not not do the most but yeah. also realize that like you can make out you line up your goals and outlining with the people that you trust or if that's your manager if that's your mentor and figure out how you can get there and they will help you more than anyone to tell you what the t is in your company of how the hiring process works who does this who helps out with that like you kind of kind of you got to keep your ear to the streets also mm-hmm. make sure you know what's going on and how the politics literally move in your company that way you can understand what does it take for me to get promoted and how do i climb this ladder and the last thing i'd say is also yeah be private like you will not catch me gossiping about no other coworkers. Mm-mm. you will not like there's no room for negativity for someone to come back and say well i heard she did that well i heard that like corporate is messy very so make sure that you can keep a clean slate on your name realistically you when you go to work you are you but you are also a a prototype of what you need to be yeah like you are compartmentalizing your life for work so remember mm-hmm. that like genuinely like do not try to like get too involved in corporate politics where you're literally being the messy one like don't do that because you're making enemies along the way you don't want to do that either yeah so especially early on it's too early to make enemies we we entry yeah. level very entry level and under I, five years you can't do that can't and you shouldn't be doing it after but you know it is what it is um some people just have their ways and it just gets in there but um out close not close mouths don't get fed one and outline what you want your trajectory to be my manager did ask me but if your manager is like not as good um reach out and be like this is where i want to be at in a year two years three years what five years how can i get there this is what this is the salary i want for us we have grades i want to be a grade whatever um and they'll they'll outline if if they are a good manager they will help you get there and be your advocate Mm, yeah and put your name out for things and be your own biggest advocate too don't be oh no one knows how much you do besides you so when exactly. it comes down to talent reviews and you having to vouch for yourself make sure you are bragging on yourself more that way they know this is exactly what you're doing and another note the people that are at the top usually are people that have a very vast variety of experiences to contribute to the table so i'd also say don't be afraid to switch what you're doing also like if you're in one team and you can stay complacent and be on that team maybe become an expert in that field maybe but like, at least in my company, it's good to have a variety of experience. So don't be afraid to jump to a different team to get this experience. Okay, now I want to try this. And when you are at the top, you can say, I've been on XYZ 
team and I can bring all of these experiences to the table. And that's yeah. going to make you even better. Like, you know, there, it's going to build your argument for why you need to be at the top. Absolutely. And if you have any corporate related specific questions or any, any specific questions that of things we say in this episode or past, please DM us or do another free, free suggestion box um, entry. And we would love to answer at the end of the day, if we could have one girl per ep- or one person per episode, that is our goal. We're happy. We're chilling. Yeah. Realistically. So, yeah. Yeah. But this has been a great episode. I feel like we've been <sighs> we had a lot. out there. We had a lot to unpack, but I mean, yeah. thank you guys for listening. This will be our probably only life update episode this season. So I'm glad we got out our systems and then back to our regularly scheduled program next week. Exactly. Um, but we love y'all. Please subscribe to the, uh, the, the YouTube channel. Please follow the Instagram page. And we will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.